Tales, it feels like just yesterday we were chatting about Australia going 1-0 up in Brisbane. And already we're on the eve of the Adelaide Ashes, the second test. And we're discussing what's going to happen, what the lineups are going to be, what we think the big stories are. So uh, I'm excited for a day-night test. One of two now, of course, with the Hobart test being announced as a day-nighter as well. So I'm excited to see what England can do under these pink test conditions. It is, Fanders. It's always exciting when the second test comes around. A lot of people are kind of flat at the moment. A lot of people are just accepting that we're going to win. Whoa, 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 whoa. There is plenty to play for. It's only 1-0, and they've got some really good players. What makes you think Australia is so good? Let's settle. It is definitely going to be a series. Before we get into, into the cricket tales, I was just wondering, I chatted to you a little bit, uh, I think, yesterday about it. Sometimes it feels like with the second test and with the Adelaide test that with that short turnaround, there's actually a little bit of less media news during the week, during the four days off or whatever mm. it was. There seems to be not, yeah. as, not a bigger story and it'll pump up tomorrow, but the build-up again for Boxing Day and New Year's Day seems to be bigger. But that quick turnaround to the Adelaide test normally just seems to be, uh, let's just sit back, they'll fiddle with the 11s and, uh, and we'll get ready to go again. So it's all been pretty quiet so far this week except for the few burning questions. It looks mm. like Australia and England have uh, Australia's named their 11 or named named the Hazelwood replacement. Um, yes. Who have we got? Uh, Joe Richardson. Joe Richardson, him of the lovely salad fame, has, uh, has come in for Josh Hazelwood. He's a nice-looking young man. I mean, I don't want to take the pod down that path, but I think that factors into it. I think he is prettier than Michael Neeser, and I think that's, that's a genuine reason why he got picked that, is because there's no other way to explain why Michael Neeser... Would not play in a day-night test. Is he ever going to play? Well, I I think that firmly shows that he's uh, he's at the back of the uh, he's at the back of the line as far as uh, fast bowling goes. Because uh, look, I, I think I had more of a think about. I, I thought like for like last week that Nisa was probably the best option. But I think now, and from just sort of hearing other cricketers and the Aussie team talk about him, that he's obviously come a fair way. He's not just bowling fast, but he can also move the ball and put it in good spots. He's not sort of just a rapid. You know, Mitch this Johnson. is Richardson you're talking about. Yeah, talking about Richardson. He obviously has some some skill with the ball, and, and I mean, his his record this year in shoot has been excellent. So, I know I'm backing the Australians who have made the right call then, which is extremely stiff for uh, for Nisa, but uh, the way mm. it goes. What's what's your thoughts? Well, if he doesn't play in Adelaide, Vanders, do you think he ever plays with Test injury? Cricket? With injury, he wouldn't. If if so, you think you think he should still hold on? Yeah. I think he could. He could. I reckon he might play in Hobart. If, if we're up four 0 there's a good chance he could play down there. I, you know, I, I thought this would have been a good chance for them to try something a bit different. They, we don't like swing bowlers genuinely, do we? In Australia, like we like we like blokes that can swing the ball, but not like the classic Anderson. Like Anderson wouldn't have played 160 tests here. No, not a I, chance. You need to be bowling 135, 140, and swing it uh, here. Mm. Needs to combat too. He's yeah. a good stick. Yeah, so um, but I think you know they've gone for the future, I think, and they've decided that that's the so I think Nisa will get a chance with the way that both teams have been rotating rotating bowlers, and we'll get to England's change um in a minute. Uh well, possible change. But uh look, yeah, I think you know, Richardson's he's come in. I think he's gonna do well, and it seems like he's got good energy. So you'll have to have to back back that. Tails, England have also uh just made one change to they've just uh, mm. they've they've named a, a twelve. Um, so Wood, dirty dozen. Wood is out of the squad, um, and they've brought in Anderson and Broad. So someone to still miss out, a bowler to miss out by the looks of it, um, along with Wood. 
So what do you think of firstly about Wood being dropped? I thought he bowled Ro- well in rotated, Brisbane. Rotated, rotated, yeah, I should say. it is. It is. I, I thought he actually bowled all right in Brisbane, but you're right. He He's going to come back from Melbourne and possibly Sydney when you need to. You need someone with a bit of airspeed to try and blast out someone on a lifeless uh, MCG wicket. Brought an Anderson in. That's a bit of a no-brainer. He seems that just means on, you. Sorry, I was going to say on Wood. He seems like a real horses for courses bowler. Day yeah, night ball swinging. He's going to come in do some grunt work yeah. later on. So that's not really a drop as, as much as a rotation. No. Um, yeah, Broad Anderson. You, you'd think would both play tails. Yeah, absolutely both play. But that means that somebody is going to be dropped, Vanders. So it's one of Leach, Robinson, and Wokes. Who's your favourite right now? Is it a silly question to ask? Well, I just on the, I mean, I think you've probably got to drop a leech, but I've really enjoyed some of the mind games being played. Um, you know, today, Trav Head, who, who's from, from, uh, from South Australia, was just saying, oh, you know, even I can turn it in Adelaide. You need to, you need to play a spinner and just putting, <laughs> just, just, you know, bringing a bit of banter into, uh, into Joe Rude's mind. And also the, uh, the, the Adelaide Oval, um, Curator also mentioned that it's a, you know, it is a turning, a spinning deck. So uh, the, the, he'd be surprised if they didn't play a spinner, which I don't mind from the groundsman. Uh, it was uh, interesting as well. So I'll have to see if that plays into it. But you sort of feel like they're a bit damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they play, play Leach again and he, uh, and he gets tonked, they're going to say, why did you play him? And if they don't and Lyon takes five for England, struggle to take 20 wickets, then they're going to be in trouble as well, which is exactly what Australia wants. So perfect. Can I one, run one very small scenario past you? Absolutely. England got fined 100% of their match fee oh. for overrates. That's like 27 what grand. Helps, 27 what grand. helps with overrates? Yeah, you're right. Spinner. If they pick him, it's a clear sign that the English are sitting there going, look, we're not going to win this series. Fuck that. Let's make sure we get our cash. It's, it's, if you, honestly, if you have the choice... Between losing a test match or 27 grand? Do you know what I'm I'm looking at? Well, I'm not sure what the cricket is. Imagine if Joe Root got suspended because Jack Leach wasn't good enough. I'm not sure what these cricketers are paid. And I know it's pretty good, but 27 grand for a test match, it would still be a significant amount to them. They're not, it's not, it's not Jeff Bezos. Like that's 27 grand, still, still quite a lot of money these players have just missed out on. So. Um, great point yeah. there, Taz. Didn't think about that. Hopefully, uh, that, that could I, come into the factor as well. If Joe Root, if Joe Root genuinely gets rubbed out of the Boxing Day test because Jack Leach wasn't good enough to bowl, we might as well go out. Like seriously, overrates. This is what I don't understand about overrates. If every single team struggles to bowl ninety in six hours, why is it set at ninety in six hours? Clearly, if every team is struggling to do it, you should reduce the number of overs. Has anyone actually, apart from maybe in India, has anyone, when they've just got two spinners going all day, has anyone ever bowled that? Like, I, I agree that you've got oh, to encourage yeah. you've got to encourage teams to bowl faster, hmm. but maybe they need to meet halfway because the 90s just not getting met, consistently no, not getting met. So it maybe they need to sort of meet, because if teams are missing it by so far, they're like, oh, we're not even going to worry about it. Whereas if it's a little bit more achievable, perhaps, but that's, you know, that's maybe a greater conversation. Would you have done anything differently if you were the England selectors with their batting? Because it was clearly not good enough outside of Root and Milan for a, a, a brief period on the, on the third day. Is there anything else you could have done 
should have done with their batting is anything no. at all. No, like obviously <laughs> didn't perform well, but I, I think you've got to give them. I mean, firstly, the, the the second eleven, there wasn't too much quality there in the second eleven, um, and you've got to give the batsmen more than one test, even mm. if you think you're going to have to drop them off the next test. I mean, I mean, look, he looked pretty competent up the top. He's probably not hurt you, but he looked good. You yeah. know, Burns is there. He's fine. Milan made some runs. Rude. So I think you've got to let the innings. Uh, you've got to let him have at least another crack. And then, you know, the next next into the team is probably, uh, uh, sorry, and Pope looked, looked all right as well in that first innings. Next in's, you know, Johnny Bester, who's made like fuck all runs in the last two years. Mm. So yeah. I just think you've got to let him settle and hope that they find something. Milan's probably your biggest hope behind um, behind Root, really, with that form in the middle. So And then Joss Butler as well. We know he can be damaging. So I would leave that for the moment uh, if I was England. Um, but yeah, not a lot of depth there for them. Anyway, Taylor, sorry, we just wanted to stray back to the bowl. If it's not Leach that misses out, is it Robinson? Hmm. Is it going to be Robinson, um, Broad and Anderson? We're assuming they're both playing, so we'll just leave that. Yeah. So is it going to be Robinson or Wokes that misses out if Leach does play? And why? I actually disagree with you in the sense that I don't think Broad should be a lock to play. I think Robinson, I like Robinson's attitude and I think he'd be a really good bowler in a day-night test. So that's a tick for me. Works' best performance in 2017 was in the day-night test and he can bat, yeah, which is exactly bat. what we were just talking about. Yeah. If they don't pick him, all of a sudden it's Stuart Broad who's been horrendous yeah. for the last seven, eight years. Yeah. Probably is going to be batting eight and they, won't, they cannot go into a test like that. So yeah, I, I think... I think it is Wokes, Robinson, Anderson, and down to it's Broad versus Leach for the last one, which on skill is not even a contest, but Leach. <laughs> yeah, but in terms yeah. of cash, and I think, but I think from actually putting that that perspective that way, I think if there wasn't so much pressure on the selectors and English English leadership uh, to let Broad bowl round the wicket to David Warner, mm, yeah, then. Yeah. Then Leach may play, but the fact is they don't want to look stupid again, so the risk is just too high to not play broad. Hundred percent. So that's hundred percent. That's why I think yeah, Leach misses out because of the fear factor of, of getting the selection yeah. wrong. Interesting. They don't want to be embarrassed. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I'll be interested to see whether or not they consider dropping Robinson. I don't think they'll ever drop Wokes, but I think they they'll have a little look at dropping Robinson. He's their young prodigy. Uh, they though, shouldn't. The they shouldn't, yeah. but I think they'll have a little look at it. Now, Tails, it is a day-night test. Uh, first, mm. one, one of two now with Hobart excitingly being announced as the second day-night yeah. test. Now, a lot of people are saying this is England's test to win because it's at Adelaide, which is always mm. uh, seems mm. a pretty gentle, not a gentle, but, but a, a, an easy pitch to bat on and thus England can, it can possibly get a wing. Not as harsh conditions as, say, um, the Wacker or, or Perth now and Optus mm. Stadium and, and, the, and the Gabba. But Australia's record is impeccable in day-night's test, isn't it? Yeah. I think you had the stat earlier that we've won eight, eight out of eight and that it was England. England's record was, I think, what was it? One and three, was one it? One and three. So one win, yeah, out of four. So they've only played four and they've lost three of four 
Uh, then their mm. one win came against the West Indies as well, um, who yeah. they absolutely spanked. <laughs> um, and Australia, a lot of Australia's wins of that eight, I think three or four of them were by considerable margins too. So everyone forgets the David Warner triple century. That was a date height test. Mm. People do forget that uh, pretty easily. I think the closest one, the closest one was really early, wasn't it? It was that New Zealand, I think it was the first one we played against New Zealand. Yeah, in uh, fifteen sixteen, I think actually Sean Marshall has got us over the line. We bowled out India in Adelaide last year for thirty six. Yes, remember that? Yeah, I, well, yeah. that just happened a year ago. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and we lost the series as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I think so. You know, people rating England's chances with Broad and Anderson, but mm. at the end of the day, it's where Stark's a high quality bowler. Uh, his yes. his record is impeccable, and we always um, you know have. I would have dropped him. Talk about Starkey's form. Richardson's coming in. He's been playing some short form of the game as well, which just means, I don't know, I just feel like it's a similar sort of ball bowling at night. It sort of does translate across. So, you know, I think even though England seem to be their best chance, um, you know, they've got to win two out of uh, the remaining four. playing out then. I was going to get you to go first, but I'll, I'll be brave. I, oh, it's really hard. I see it going two ways. I see it continuing mm. in Australia's way, all over. Or to be honest, if, if England can bat first, um, if they can bat first and they can make two fifty even, uh, and mm. then Australia's bad in that last session, it could be game on, and I think uh, it could be really exciting. So my tip. Just to shake it up a little bit, will be uh, if England can bat first, they can put us under some real pressure, and I reckon they'll uh, they'll be able to draw it. I think there's going to be a result. I think we're both pretty happy with there's going to be a result. Yeah, with that yeah. day night test. So, yeah, my tip is uh, is England to strike back one all. Oh, I don't mind that, Banders. I don't mind that. I'm not going to far. I'm not going to go as far to say that England will come back and win, but I think the game is going to be over in three days. Yeah, wow. <laughs> You're thinking too. No, no, no. That's uh, three days sounds good. I, I think it'll be over in three days, and I don't think any team will score over 250. Mm, uh, I just think mm. Australia's batting, I don't think is good. Like it's, it has okay days, don't get me wrong. I do not think they're a good batting team. And what's is Steve Smith made many pink ball runs? I don't remember him making pink ball runs. That's not to say he hasn't. I just don't have a memory of him being transcendent with a pink ball. He's probably got a double hundred or something. I'm just talking out my ass. But I do remember the New Zealand series. He didn't make a lot of runs there. Last year in the India test, he did not make not make big runs. I do I do have a distinct memory of I think maybe Wokes getting him out in Adelaide in 2017-18. I don't think he's got a, a great history. With the uh, with the pink ball, so you never know. Then certainly not as prolific as, uh, as as what he uh, as what he is in the day test, mm. but he's obviously played a lot more. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to really be it's an interesting test. The day night one, it's you think possibly it's just swaying the bowler's favour a little bit too much. Is that what you've been saying during the week? There've been two triple centuries in day night tests, mm. so it can't be all going the bowler the bowler's way. It feels like in Australia it does, though, doesn't it? They do feel like bowlers game. Well, just just briefly before we end up, there's sort of one batsman from each team that seems to, at the moment, have that mindset and the ability to be able to really handle good bowling, like favourable 
bowling conditions. Mm. And that's lavish aim with his patience uh, yeah. for Australia. Yeah. It's because, I mean, harsh on Smith, but just, just doesn't quite look like the mm. amazing Smith we know. And then Joe Root as well. And even him is not, you know, mm. he can battle no, on he's time, no but he's not, he's not like Marnus looked in that first inning. So that's, yeah, I think you're right when you say scores could be, could be low, maybe no one over 250. So we'll, uh, have to do that one, but I am excited. Uh, disappointing, I can't watch as, watch as much during work because of the night aspect, so mm. I'll have to yes. find something to do until, what, three o'clock, I think it starts in the Eastern yes. Seaboard? Yes, yes. So I always... Uh, later, later start. I've almost finished work. Full, Ridiculous. Broadcast friendly. <laughs> yes, important. All right, Tails, you're tipping a close test, whilst I'm tipping a uh, an English comeback, an English win, which is quite brave compared to your I like thing. that. Looking forward to getting it started. And obviously, we will catch up after the test match, whether that's yes. three days, four days, or five days in when it all finishes, or maybe even it's going to be Saturday, Arvo. We'll record our next pod, I guarantee it. And uh, bring you all the rap. But we will look forward to a great day night test, and hopefully, Australia can continue that momentum. Look forward to it then, Bandits. <laughs>